0: yeah it's really fucking me up. like I thought, really i thought maybe
1: me. a decal was like i don't know half a loony or something <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the deal gaming podcast i'm bobby i'm nick i'm emilio let's get this show on the road all right
2: get right to it okay. yeah well so. i guess we can small talk a little bit uh i went to Seaworld yesterday with old chato um how's he doing Good, man. I met his uh, baby for the first time. Um, She is a few months behind Luna, so it's good for us to be hanging out, you know. Um, She's half white, half Asian, looks 100% Asian. There is no Chad in that face at all that I can see. (laughs) So uh, I got to question her origins now. No, Uh, she's super cute. Um, Yeah, never been to SeaWorld before, even though it's 20 minutes from my house. Thirty minutes, Um,
3: like ever in your life, yeah, never
2: in my 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 life. Paid a guy before, even before all the bands, uh, yeah. Uh, Paid a guy on OfferUp for his platinum pass for one day for thirty bucks. That was the best money I've ever fucking spent in my life, man. Um, Wow! uh, So for thirty bucks, I had the platinum fucking red carpet shit. Sixty dollars off of uh, sixty percent off merchandise, forty percent off food. It was almost like regular mall f- prices, you know, like not like exorbitant, crazy prices. Mm-hmm. And st- the the sweater I bought Mila was $46. I got it for like fucking $19. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. Kind of a rundown place. It's just old, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's, how.
3: That's what I've heard. Like at this point, it's old as shit
2: and it's turning into a, um, a zoo, it, right? No, it's turning into an amusement park. So they have three big rel- yes. roller coasters. And they're going to be putting in another one. What's funny about that is uh, my company, Clark Construction, uh, they they won the bid for that roller coaster. So there's a small chance that I'll be building a roller coaster, which is pretty fucking cool. It's a tiny job for my company, but whatever. Hmm. Pays the bills.
1: Nice.
2: Yeah. What would you guys do over the weekend?
1: Can't even remember, man. (laughs) I don't know.
2: All right, thanks Bobby. Uh <laughs> Nick. Uh,
3: we went to the uh Adventure Museum as an ED uh not erectile dysfunction, but ED as in the name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh like education. Was, uh, e- yeah, like education. Yeah. Uh we 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 took Vivian that was today. Uh yesterday we played Dungeons and Dragons and we completed our four-month long campaign nice of our overarching storyline what level were they uh, when they when you finished up nine and
2: they leveled up to 10 after this gotcha or you get oh the arc is done you're gonna continue playing the arc is done oh yeah. gotcha gotcha cool um so yeah. right
3: now i think so one of them just switched characters and the other one is switching their character leslie's keeping their character i mean her character and then two others are are keeping their characters
2: I was listening to Critical Role today, and one of the characters... I'm listening to old stuff. This is campaign one, because I somehow started on two. And one of the characters, you know, after years, they've been playing together with, like, four years. This is their first campaign. One of the characters just up and walks out, like gets really upset and walks out. And I fucking... Dude, it was so emotional, I almost started crying. It was, like, a thing. (laughs) I was like, whoa. But, yeah, Yeah. I, I, I... Completely, yeah, sometimes you know some people or they you just don't like your character anymore, or something happens to your character, and you just have to like this is what actually would they would do, this character would yep. do this, so yeah,, sometimes so he was upset
1: at something that happened in the game, not at the other people, no, no, his playing.
2: character was upset at the the other the teams, the people remain friends, and he okay. made a new character, but yeah, after like years and years, just. It was crazy, man. It was so out of the blue, too. So wait, his
1: character was upset at the other characters? characters? Right. So, so the, the real person playing the character walked out on the real people? No, no, no. Uh, no his his character, character walked out. Walked okay. out. Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. bad at role-playing. <laughs> <Do not laughs> yeah, we
3: know. Yes,
1: we know, Dwarf
2: <laughs> Pellet. I'm <laughs> <From> first person. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're a very good
3: role-player. Um. But no. Uh, yeah, they they uh they finished that up with a pretty long four and a half long session four and a half hour long session yeah um, those last ones yeah and uh it was a bunch of fun uh we're skipping this coming week so i can write essentially not the next you know storyline or the next like you know huge adventure that the you know that the gang is going on really what it is is like the next couple quests that they can just really dink around on until they figure something out or find something to do or investigate. And then that's, will it'll devolve into,
2: and then people need to learn the new characters too. Yeah, that too. Before I you mean, throw a fucking dragon at them.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm like, we might switch from the current universe that we're in to something else. Like we might go to Ravnica, which is obviously magic. The gathering. Mm-hmm. We might go to Mirrodin, which is also a Magic the Gathering, which is a place that none of our characters have been to. Um, which would be really cool. I, I love Mirrodin; it's a really interesting place in Magic the Gathering and in D anD. D. Um, and then uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll. I'm I'm excited for every, everything that's going to happen in in Dungeons and Dragons in my universe. So. Good if you shit. guys want to hear more about that, just uh, comment that
2: in the uh, Discord. Good shit. Um, so let's talk about some video games yeah.
1: Huh? Yep, let's do it on the radar. So, games that have come to our attention recently. I'll start it off with Chrono Cross, the Radical Dreamers Edition. Not really a fan of that title, but I never knew this uh, game existed. It's like not a sequel to Chrono Trigger, but in the same universe came out in 1999 chrono trigger came out in 95 i believe so i I don't know what system this was for probably like the playstation if it was around that time but anyway on steam uh they're going to be releasing a remastered version of it so texture updates um high high, higher quality sound and a few other just quality of life things are updating about the game um Chrono Trigger was a game that I didn't discover till much later. I Final Fantasy III was probably my favorite game on Super Nintendo ever, which is funny because I don't really play Final Fantasy games in general. But much later, I develop or I discovered Chrono Trigger and really liked that game. Still have yet to beat it, and this one I don't know if it's. I imagine it's relatively the same, but it's got those like late nineties three D graphics. But it says it's got like over 40 characters in it, which in Chrono Trigger, I remember there being a lot less characters. It was more, it felt more like a story, like a campaign you're playing through, as opposed to Final Fantasy III, which had all these different characters, and you can mix and match your team. And um, Chrono Trigger, it really felt like, okay, in this part, you play these characters. But anyway, this game's coming out April 7th, 2022. I don't think it has a price yet. But these things tend to be pretty, pretty pricey. Yeah, pretty pricey. Oh, it does have a price. Oh. Okay, $20. That's not oh. bad, actually. So what do you think? Pick up, Bobby? Uh, it's definitely possible. Well, what are, what's the Metacritic
2: on the original release? Um, on the original release? Yeah. Not, it might be a shit game. I remember... Does when...
1: Metacritic rate games that old? They must, I don't know right? how it works.
2: They they aggregate whatever fucking is out there, I Yeah,
1: think. there may not be as many. I know, like, with Rotten Tomatoes, like, yeah, old movies Ooh, are on there. Oh, shit. Okay, is 94. That the right...
2: Yeah, there you go, dude, for 20 8.8 8 user score? Yeah.
1: Yeah. God damn. I'm sure it's a great game, and it was on the original PlayStation. I do but...
2: remember when it came out, I was like, oh, because now thinking about it, when you said, I haven't beat Chrono Trigger, I remembered, I always say that uh, the stupid zombie game is the first game to make me cry um the fucking telltale zombie game.
1: the walking dead uh, the walking dead last us
2: no the the walking dead but it really oh. it was chrono chron- trigger uh, it has i get all swept up in the fucking the music and the the epicness dude you're like fucking mm-hmm. fighting for the fate of time itself it's like insane it's insane
1: So yeah, Yeah. finish that one up first. I really should. But the problem is it's a difficult game to jump back into. So I probably made it not actually not very far. Like 25%, maybe a third of the way through the game is as far as I've ever made it. So I guess it wouldn't be that bad just to start it all over again. But they do have a version on Steam that uh, is made to run on PC. And I, I guess I could easily pick that back up. Of course, I still got to finish Final Fantasy III, which I'm halfway through that playthrough. That game I can jump into at any point, though. I I know that game, like, front and back at this point.
2: So, uh, but that's back when, like, you know, 80-hour games were a thing. I, Chrono, what is uh, Chrono Trigger time to beat, Christian? Please. Well,
1: I'm sure it was long, but you also got to remember that back then you couldn't just look up on the Internet how to get past certain things. Like, maybe you got a Nintendo Power that gave you some hints or like a Game Player's magazine, <laughs> but for the most part, like, you were on your own and games took a lot longer to beat.
2: It's just a grind, man. You got to level up. There's DPS and HP checks throughout yeah. the game.
1: Well, 20 hours is what they oh, say wow. for Chrono Trigger.
2: Wow, I'm shocked. Wow, that's pretty crazy.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's not too bad, actually.
2: No, not bad at all. You can beat that in a couple of weeks.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. Um,. Uh,
2: you keep bringing up these old Final Fantasies, man. I feel like you really want to play one.
1: I I, do, I don't know. Like I always loved Final Fantasy three, and I I've been playing through like the Super Nintendo one, and I feel like I should beat that. But uh, I really don't have much of an in- interest in playing the other ones. Maybe seven.
2: Yep.
3: Are you gonna play the remake of seven or the old seven?
1: I'd be okay with the
2: remake.
3: You should try the remake.
2: Uh, Bobby, I have one for you. Norco, not the drug. Apparently, maybe I as, say, what the <laughs> fuck? Maybe uh, yeah, it's a weird name because when I, you know, I always find the game and then uh, I open another web page and then I type it in, and almost always, Steam game is the first link. This time it was like a whole page of drugs, and then I was like, oh yeah, Steam Norco. Uh, but I I say it for you because it's a point and click adventure, but it's uh, it's been developed recently, and uh, yeah, those two things don't happen very often. Hmm. There's usually not a whole lot of brand new point-and-click uh, adventures. No, they're out
1: there. You'd be surprised. Uh,
2: but this one got really good reviews. Um, I think it's in the, somewhere in the 90s. Not a whole lot of reviews. Um, let see. Yeah, 93 with just like 47, 47 reviews. reviews. Um reviews. Post-apocalyptic setting or some sort of like dystopian setting. Uh, something about junkyard or uh yeah use the wastelands or something like that anyway i don't know Uh, for me on my radar this doesn't happen very often so i thought i'd suggest it for you
1: Hmm. all right what's the price tag on this how much are we looking at for norco
2: free for the demo (laughs)
1: 1275 it's on sale right now Yep, that's not too bad free demo if you want to check it out Hmm. yeah cool okay all right nick what you got um, so
3: I wanted to talk about something that I already own, but I just started actually using it. Uh, is For the King Lost Civilization Adventure Pack. So I bought it the other day. Um, sorry, Bobby, but you've been replaced. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Turns out you can run multiple For the King
1: uh, campaigns at once. Um, I've been playing without you too, man. So. Whoa. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Uh, uh, but no. This
3: uh, is
2: how you get Asian-looking babies, <laughs> dude. People playing around <laughs> behind each other's back. Uh um
3: but uh but no, um it turns out if only one person owns the DLC, it activates for everybody.
1: Does that oh, person nice. have to um, be hosting?
3: Uh no. Oh cool. And the other thing is the DLC adds like thirty new enemies and a bunch of new weapons.
2: And In it's those- only like six bucks. In the regular uh, world when you're at? Like. In the
3: regular world, in the oh, regular nice. campaign.
2: Cool. And then um, is it, um, what was I going to say, six bucks? That's crazy that like they charge that little for it, and yet you can still share it, you know?
1: Yeah, of course, I'm playing For the King on Epic, so I don't know if it would be if it's the same price on there. They might have a sale on Steam. But, yeah, I mean, it's, that's a game we've been playing so much of that, I wouldn't mind putting a little more money into. Because I recently, I didn't even put this on the show notes, but I recently started a solo campaign, which was the second part, the Frost Adventure. I'm sure you yes. played that one, Nick. Yeah, and I, I played through that one. It was a lot shorter than the original one, and I actually beat yes. it. But... um it, I was encountering like some new enemies and I think some new items and just like a, a different things like you take cold damage when you're outside like just a lot of different factors that you have to account for and it was really enjoyable. Like I I really enjoy this game. Hey so I didn't, I question didn't know for know you. This.
3: I, let me let me sure. say this real quick. I didn't know this, but when you beat the other campaigns, they unlock stuff for the main campaign as well.
2: Oh, for like real? Unlock re- new enemies and new
3: items. Yeah.
2: Nice. Um, yeah. My question was, I know that, like, you guys' initial review, you had a lot of quality of life life uh, complaints, even though the game is great and all this stuff. Uh, oh. I forgot what it was, but it was just, like, little things that irked you guys. But um, in the DLC, did they fix any of this? No. No.
3: It's. Uh, it's So we had a new player sign up, and there's so many things that the game still does not teach you at all. Mm. So, for example, one of them is... Being able to check what is available uh, for sale in a city that you visited. And it's a huge thing that you can do, right? Yeah. So, like, me and Bobby would be like, hey, we're next to a city. We're, like, ten tiles away. We want to see what's for sale in that city. We don't have to want to run all the way over there. The game doesn't tell you that you can just shift and left-click the city, and then it just tells you what's for sale there Mm. or how much it costs to rest there. Yeah. Or what quests are available there it just doesn't tell you at all
2: it's this is such a strange and i thought i've said this already but it's just a strange thing to have wrong with your game like you just didn't you didn't present the information correctly or not enough or in the wrong way it's just a strange thing
3: and then let me let me double trip you out um the ability to use focus. So focus is ar- arguably the number one con- currency in the game. And that's actually something that you don't know until later on. Like if an item has add focus to your, to like the stat, it's pretty much one of like a, a, an instant pickup, right? Um, you can use focus to move an extra, an extra, like an extra tile. Well, the fucking thing is, the game doesn't tell you is that if you use a focus to move an extra tile, I mean, to if you use a focus and you don't move that extra tile, you don't get that focus back. Because to, to get focus back, you have to rest, and it's it's an, a currency that you just don't get back magically or randomly. You have to pay to get back or, or use stuff to get back. And so you can either use it in combat or you can use it out of combat. And so if you're new to the game and you're just using focus to move everywhere, you have no clue that if you use it while you're moving,
2: <laughs> you're you just for can't the fight. utilize
3: it anywhere else.
2: Yeah, yep.
3: And so like one of our new players, she she didn't realize that when she moved, she a had a chance when the day was clear that she can possibly move an extra two tiles just by chance. And the other thing is she didn't realize when you're in combat and you use focus, you can cancel your, uh, when you use focus, you can cancel it, but you can't cancel when you use focus for movement. And so she lost all four of her focus points in movement and it, and it really, and it really messed up, it messed up our, our turn. So it's just like little things like that. Like, we were playing our first campaign with it. We're like, oh fuck, we forgot to mention that. Oh fuck, we forgot to mention that. And it's just like mm. you kind of you kind of have to throw away your first, you know,
2: your first session with people because of that. And despite all this, you guys still play it. That's crazy, man. Dude, It's it must- such
1: a good game. Well, when you learn the game, these things don't become a problem. Right, right, right. At at they cease to become yeah. a problem yeah. after a while. But it is it is kind of difficult to get used to and another thing on top of that the thing that i just find most annoying is it doesn't really explain a lot of spells and uh actions during fights so you just have to look them up Mm -hmm. like it says reflect like we all kind of know what reflect is but how exactly does that does that work in this game or is there a wiki yeah yeah the wiki
3: sucks yeah it's not very good Yeah.
1: yeah But, it's
3: so, and it hasn't been updated in ages uh, like some of the abilities have been changed
1: cuz the
2: guy who made it just up and got he was so frustrated with all this shit he's like fuck it
1: yeah the game you just have, to go to, you have tips. to go to like
3: you have to go to like old steam community posts
1: dude mm-hmm. yeah and you go got to do some google you got to do some detective work but yeah so like whenever i get a new item and i see these abilities i have no idea what they do Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell me, and it's you can't really waste a turn experimenting with one of them because every turn really counts in this game. So you can't
2: go back to the first uh, area and beat up little stuff.
1: Um, I mean, you, I mean, you but could, but it. time is always moving forward, uh, so you really can't spend too much time just like out there grinding, right? Right? Because it's like the, the scourge will the come, scourge is and uh, there's something else. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. and and sure. prices are going up, inflation. So here's a game where you have to do the thing.
2: You got to fumble through the whole game to fucking figure everything out. But also we're going to cut you off at the nuts and not give you any time yeah. to figure shit out.
3: Dude, that's a fucking that's, thing. Inflation's a thing, by the way, that's like, what happened to you me. Level dude. Up, yeah. When you level up and the more you buy stuff, the more like the shit gets exp- more expensive. And it's like, it's a it's an algorithm. Like you level up, you buy mm. shit. And the more time has passed, like the, the exponentially shit gets more expensive. And we were just like, how like what mechanic does this run off of like we're trying to crack the code and we couldn't i looked it up and it's a it's an algorithm it's so crazy
2: yeah shit well it's both a testament to it and also it has some fucking shitty parts Mm -hmm. to it yeah uh Mm -hmm. what's uh dungeon village
1: okay dungeon village is this little city builder game It, it i think it started out as a mobile game and it's coming out at the end of march and I thought, okay, this looks kind of cool. And I'm looking at it. And then I noticed there's another game called like um, Game Development something or other. And it it has like the exact same graphics. Turns out they're made by the same company. So if you look at this game, I'm not even talking about the game here, but the developer, I suppose. But if you look at the Steam page and you scroll down, there's a link that says, check out more of our games. And if you click on that, this company has a whole bunch of games and they all look exactly the same the graphics are like exactly the same oh you had the right link there christian okay there you go yeah so you can look at all these games they got game dev story exact same graphics and they've got this dungeon village game same graphics but you know like a medieval setting hot spring story it's like an I don't know inner city, but uh, yeah, same thing about
3: the about to tell me it is like the fucking porno version of the game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Dreamhouse>. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like the, how I, many of these are they? Let's get going. station manager. Station manager. Yeah, I think there was like five or six. Okay, but I it, it was kind of weird to me. I was like, it, it, did they just make the same game? Like in five or six different settings. Oh, there's a lot. 10? 10? Ten, ten. What? Venture Towns. Could be. Sushi there has
3: to be like a cult following for this shit. Like there has to be like the people that like, this is their shit. Well, when I
1: Googled it, they what? were on mobile. Like the first links that come up are like Google Play, Apple Arcade. Okay. Um, so I think they're just now coming to Steam. But oh, these may have existed sense. before. And like, yeah, they were mobile games or something. But uh, mm. yeah, I just thought that was kind of strange. Because uh, it immediately, like you see a game and you're like, oh, that kind of looks cool. But then you see 10 other games that look exactly like it and immediately you're just like, okay, I guess it's not as cool as I thought. <laughs>
2: like, uh, well, maybe it's a tiny little team and they're just reusing all the assets, right? Because they're all, what, simulation games or, or dumb? Mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Yeah, and you got to be careful about judging games by by their graphics too, because you look at uh, like Prison Architect. So the designer that, uh, the guy who did the, the graphics for that game, uh, he went on to make his own games, and um, they looked very, very similar, but mm-hmm. they operate very differently. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but in this case, I, I I, don't know. I don't know if that's the case.
2: <laughs> so you're not advocating for this game at all. You're just saying, what a strange case, huh?
1: Yeah, I've you're never been like, into this before, <laughs> Yeah, where I just saw like 10 clones of a game. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you're no. like, wait, are these copycats or literal copies? Yeah. yeah. I know
1: they could be good, though. Like, the I, Game Dev one, I was like, okay, you know, I really like Game Dev Tycoon. Or whatever that one was. Game We're, Tycoon. Let's check out some scores. Let's go through the. Well, they're not scores. out yet. I don't they're know all un- the other un-released, ones. Dude. All the other ones.
0: <laughs> all of them. They're unreleased.
2: Oh, right, right, right. Because they're coming over as a group from mobile. Gotcha. Yeah. Whatever. Um, or maybe they made some money, and they're like, "Hey, this cutesy little look is getting us." By the way, the graphics are not good. <laughs> uh they're just, you know.
1: I mean they're all right. They're, they're like pixelated. They they're kind of pixelated but not like a whole lot. 16 know? bit. 16 bit I it's guess. It's like an isometric angle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're all right. But.
2: Okay. Stop defending it, okay. uh, bro. <laughs> this has bad graphics too. Uh but very good reviews. So Bugos is an RTS um where you play against the AI. Um you are Bugs. And you're going up against the humans who have guns and and walls and shit like that, and uh you try to kill them you don't want them there anymore uh, as you kill humans, you get points and you use those points for mutations, and you use different you grab different mutations for whatever the problem happens to be so uh conceptually, I think it's great uh the graphics are pretty rough, pretty pretty rough we're talking like frogger shit
3: yeah i think think that's supposed to be the point though
2: (laughs) the graphics i don't know yeah i think
3: it's supposed to be the point
2: i think one guy made this dude uh but the reviews uh where we at on the reviews 91 percent with 112 copies sold i've always liked the idea of rts that are not multiplayer yeah mostly because i suck at them so bad and i i only play the ai anyway out on the easiest setting, um, so, and then if it has a story and like things like, you know, a mutation menu, uh, that part looked pretty in depth. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Looks like a good Saturday afternoon.
1: Hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Price tag was fifteen, fifteen dollars. <laughs> 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 little steep. Little steep for those graphics. Little, little steep, steep. Yeah, little steep. Little steep for that one. I yeah. will say that. Let's <laughs> let's
2: put it on the wasted list.
1: All right. Well, let's talk about some games that we have been playing here. Um, I guess I'll I'll start off with my one game that I've been playing other than For the King this week. I finally finished Deponia Doomsday. That's the fourth installment of the Deponia series, which started back in 2012. Uh, is it new? No. I started this game. This is one of those games that I started a couple years ago and then just left half finished. And finally I was just like, all right, I got to go back and, uh, and finish this one oh, off.
2: I remember like I not you play them back to back and you were kind of burnt out when you got to the fourth one I
1: played the yeah the yeah. original trilogy I yeah. played those like one after the other and I really enjoyed those ones so the Deponia games they're they're by DataLite games and they really remind me a lot of the old Lucas games like the uh the pirate one uh Monkey Island um they, they've got the strengths and the flaws of those games. Like they, they've got, I, I really enjoy the animation style of this. They've got these goofy fun characters and um, you know, they, they have that going it. but it's also the puzzles are a little wonky sometimes. Like, it's it's things that you would probably not normally figure out. Like I you really have to that, yeah. do some experimenting. It's like random stuff. Like you got a belt, some string, and a blanket, and it's you have to jumble that together <laughs> to make a parachute. Like yeah. you, you wouldn't really know that. You just have to kind of experiment.
2: And you, uh, the, yeah, I was going to say you brute force it, right? You just keep mm-hmm.
1: tri- Yeah, you try every item with every yeah, item. Clicking, every yeah, item. Yeah, you every just start every clicking everything. Location, which is person. not fun. No, no, it's not. It's not fun rewarding. When you play these games like that. I mean, really, the key to the, this these types of games, though, was listening to the dialogue. So in the, the deponia games, they'll give you a lot of hints. If you pay attention to what the characters are saying, um, but they talk quite a bit. It's a lot of dialogue. So it um, may not be for everybody, but I, I really enjoyed the trilogy. And then when they came out with the fourth one, I was like, why do, I, do we really need one? Because the, the third one ended with the main um, spoiler alerts here. <laughs> the, the third one ends with the main character dying, sacrificing himself to save the world, basically. Um, and then they bring this fourth one around and they do this whole time travel thing. And I'm like, okay, sure. Do the time travel thing. But then they do like the, the same morality tell that they do with all time travel stories. And that's like, you can't, whatever you do, you can't change what happened. So Mm -hmm. you just need to accept it. You know, yada, yada. It's
2: all this eye rolling that probably made you quit the first time.
1: Well, I don't know, man. See, like the, when life is strange did that in the first season, I was like, Oh, it's so deep and profound. And now I'm just like, eh, so before, (laughs) you know, so I don't know. That's just maybe me being jaded, but the fourth one was pretty good. What (laughs) Jaded. Yeah. Not me, but Bobby, it it was tough because I played like half the game years ago and then half the game now. so it was, it, it, that's not the best way to play these games. And it's pretty hard, especially if you leave off in the middle of a puzzle, it's really hard to pick up from there. But the game was pretty good. Um, I still think the the trilogy really stands on it, uh, its own though. Uh, and they've repackaged the original trilogy into like one, I don't like deluxe master edition or something like that, like director's cut, mm-hmm. which you can get for like dirt cheap out there. And I don't think I'm going to replay the entire trilogy just to experience that. But if you've never played these games and you like point-and-click adventures, then that's probably the way to go. Except with
2: arco though. You can't check that
1: out, Bobby? What do you think? Maybe, man. It's been a a long time since I've played (laughs) a um, point-and-click adventure. So this is the first one in a while. I hope Uh, so. Uh, Maybe uh, I'll I'll start up again. You know what's weird about this, though? So the first Deponia comes out in 2012. And in the story, you play this guy, main character's name is Rufus. He's this goofy idiot, basically. Very, very, again, very LucasArts uh, games, 90s, like. Like Fry? Yeah, like Fry from Futurama. Like, the guy's just. Oh,
2: by the way, coming back. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the original
3: cast. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I've been watching a lot of old episodes getting ready. Mm, But uh, did you guys hear King of the Hills coming back? That I don't 14 know. 14
3: years man. after, love the show, uh, but I don't know.
2: Never enjoyed it's, King of the <laughs> Hill. Didn't get it.
3: It's 14 years after
1: the original. I mean, the last episode.
2: My problem with King of the Hill was, why is it a cartoon? It's all just regular stuff. No, right? That
1: was so. That's what was cool about it, though. it Was like, I don't know. We're getting down the wrong road here. Anyway, so Deponia came came out in 2012. Main main character lives on um like a junk planet basically all the rich people live up in this fancy place you can see it right there elysium. yeah elysium this is very very similar to the plot of the movie elysium by wh- who's oh that? shit it's called elysium yeah the movie's called elysium
2: no Who no was? not the movie but the area in
1: this game is called elysium, mm-hmm. elysium. oh shit. yeah 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 oh, um what was the what's the director uh chappy um yeah
2: oh my god did
3: what he disappear
1: name. i feel like he no he was supposed to do robocop 2 and then he dropped out of that because he was uh on another project RoboCop but that would Four? you mean no no they're doing the whole thing where let's ignore oh. the sequels and... oh yeah yeah that thing okay there well, it what is. Happened this is i'm super
2: excited about this what
1: happened to what to robocop 2 it's still in production shit yeah but he would have been the perfect fit because you know he's a south african director it's got that grittiness if you've ever seen a movie that's just made in south africa like dread i would highly recommend like it's just got this production this gritty production value you just can't replicate or what was the one district district nine Nine. again in south africa yeah took place there come on Chappie,
2: you gotta be gangster Chappie. and i like yeah that was really good dude I like I that. Love, do. that I love, me it's
3: one of me. that's one of the first movies that me and Leslie watched together when we fucking we, we were like were first living together and we were like that was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. were just like all the time we were just talking like with a South African accent. We were like you call me gangster chappy.
2: <laughs> Diane so di- word dude. I've spent many many a drunk night, or maybe even I don't, maybe the time lines up some drugs too fucking just up all night watching their videos, their videos you are do. so insane, dude. It's like some of the craziest imagery you ever fucking see. Yeah,
1: they're out there.
2: I love them. Yeah. I love them, dude. Fucking
1: reach beach, motherfucker. Reach beach.
2: It's fucking awesome. <laughs>
3: fatty fatty boom boom. There's also the fatty fatty the boom boom is so with- good. They have Ugly Boy with Jack Black in the video.
2: Oh, I know Jack Black is in it. And
3: uh, and what's his name? Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Howdy, fellas!
2: Howdy, oh, that's fellas. who that
1: is. Yeah, interesting. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> now I got to rewatch that. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what came first, the video game or the movie, because they're both Elysium. I want to say came out 2013. Like it was right around the same time. And the uh, Pony was made in Germany too. I don't know. No,
2: if... I think I think they're probably the, a source material of like uh, ancient Greece or something. Of some writing, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean,
1: there there must be some simulator, yeah. But it was just even aside from that, like it was just so close. You got this junk planet down below, and then uh, this place called Elysium floating up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, was,
2: was the was was Elysium any good? The I remember. He,
1: yeah, nah, No.
2: It's not one of his best movie, movies. It's, it's
3: all right. Nah, it's one of the one of the eh ones. District Nine was supposed to have a uh, a sequel too. It's supposed to be District Twelve. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it was supposed to be the like, uh, it was supposed to be like one of those movies where it flashes back before and after something. That was like the the concept of it. Like it was, like when the fir- the prawns first got there, and then it was after the uprising. Like it was like a back and forth. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so if you want a puzzle game that's straight up and down, and you don't have to. Uh, try to brute force things. Uh, you have to play around with things. The Pedestrian. Um, we've talked about this because mm-hmm. of its... Yeah,
1: I played like half this game. I don't think I ever finished it, but... Did you bring it up? I talked about it a little you bit. You must have. Yeah, and Morconius, I think, mentioned it, not as his game of the year, but like one of his sh- uh, like runner-ups or shout-outs or something.
2: Now, I didn't play it, uh, but I watched Sam play it. I was like, hey, you might enjoy this. And she did. You know, she played, I would probably watched her play for about 45 minutes. Um, really, I mean, the selling point here is it's probably the best looking puzzle game ever made um, because you are playing as the little dude on the uh, crosswalk sign. And uh, you can pick female or male. And uh, you go through the game, jumping from sign to sign. And uh, the actual level is very small it's just the size of a sign and what you're seeing is a whole 3d modeled world behind these signs i know this sounds kind of weird but like imagine two pieces of paper and uh on a fence and then everything behind it looks great but then you have a little man running around on two pieces of papers in the foreground that's kind of like what's going on um starts off pretty simple, like most puzzle games. And then you get to the point where your, the puzzles are affecting the real world, um, around you. So, uh, you'll Mm -hmm. do something in the puzzle that will push the button that opens the door to the warehouse or, and then later on, even more so you'll be doing things inside of your puzzle and thing like, uh, electrical things will be plugged in and unplugged. Um, in the real world and electrified and start other things going and so uh it really it's just a super simple black and white puzzle game but uh it adds a whole lot to it by adding graphical parts to it uh, personally i'm not big on just puzzle games uh, i like puzzles inside of games uh, things that make you feel smart when you get them done uh, Sam never picked it up again, so that's I'm not saying like this is a huge winner for me, but like if you're a puzzle person, you're gonna love this because you don't get graphics very often and this one has graphics. Uh is there more to it, Bobby? Like is there a story that you're running into at some point?
1: I think there was kind of a story developing and the the puzzles start to increase in complexity, but yeah, it the novelty does kind of wear <clears> off pretty yeah. quickly though so uh, that's how i feel about most puzzle games honestly yeah i, I have no idea how people can play through games <laughs> like uh, the witness or something it's great games but it's just like in talos principle couldn't finish that one either
2: and especially like with the witness it's, it's the same principle it's the same uh puzzle type you know the entire mm-hmm. game is one puzzle type like switch it up like give me different kinds of puzzles <clears throat> um Nick uh for the king, we covered that a- enough already, or you got something
3: uh, I'm gonna say we covered that enough actually um yeah,
2: <laughs> all right, well I'll get on elden ring unfortunately, I got a pee so bad talk yeah no, no, no.
3: I'll talk about elden ring um so wanna say I officially beat Elden ring I didn't hundred percent it unlike uh obviously. It took me 60 hours. I wasn't trying to just rush the ending. There was a lot of things that I was trying to explore and do. Um, I tried a couple builds out. Um, Bobby, I feel like if you played this game, you would probably get lost in the sauce, as we say in the military, in the sense of you would probably just explore everything you probably could. Um, When I say this, when when I'm trying to explain how big this game is, Bobby... Like, you you start the beginning area, like, all right, this game's pretty big. Because it's, like, the map doesn't show how big the the game is until you, like, you get another piece of it. And then it, like, extends. And it does that, like, 11 times in the game. But the thing is, the game doesn't explain that there's, like, four layers to the map. And, like, every single one of those layers is either as big or half as big as the one above it. And, like, me and my friends are starting to compare notes because we're, we're like, avoiding spoilers and stuff online. Mm -hmm. And, like, one of my friends is like, hey, did you guys go to, like, the underworld? And we're like, underworld? What the fuck do you mean underworld? He's like, yeah, you know, the land of the dead where, you know, (laughs) skeletons are walking around and there's, like, undead people everywhere. We're like, what are you talking about, man? we're thinking like he's like making up shit and there's just and lo and behold in my new playthrough i i've discovered this place and there's just so much shit to do in this game dude like if if you told me Nicholas, someone has 60 bucks and there's a game that they have to play for a year this is probably that game like in, and it's in, and it's a it's a single player game this is probably that game there's so much shit to do
2: um and the core like game it. the, it's not like it's not like there's so much to do and the game's all right it's like exactly. the game's fucking fantastic the core mechanics are great and there's so much to do right
3: exactly like i like every time i'm like i wonder what's behind that rock over there and i go behind that rock i'm like this is fucking awesome like every every single time, like there's there's always something behind something. There's always something to do, and like, granted, some of the bosses, it'll be like, oh, it's two of these guys, and I'm like, you know what? One of these guys was hard. Now that it's two, it's gonna be hard as shit. But hey, that's new. Yeah. And and like, some of the boss fights are previous boss fights from from Dark Souls games, and that's pretty cool too um the game is really good does it deserve a 97 on metacritic yeah um guess what i did right after i beat the game
2: started a new game
3: started a new game not new game plus a whole new game
2: uh john was talking jp diddy was saying the same thing as i'm playing i'm planning my new run like yes fuck that is crazy oh and he discovered the underworld too and he's like what the fuck there's there's three underworlds there's three
1: <laughs> the under under there's, underworld
2: uh-huh
3: there's there's an underworld that represents magic there's one that represents like blood and then there's another one that represents death
2: uh and the other he was saying something i didn't completely understand him last night he was saying that uh, you'll go through an area that you've already been and there'll just be a cave entrance and you go in there and there's like a whole new dungeon there. So I don't know if he meant like the devs are putting new shit in all the time or randomly generated dungeons pop in.
3: No, so what he's talking about is like even getting to a certain level or like progressing in the story and you go back there, stuff will be open now. Oh, and you don't realize it. The world is changing. Or even... The world is changing, and like, I'm not going to spoil anything. But certain parts in the story will cause huge geographical changes. Mm. And you know, like, hey, when I was there, there's a lot of these things that were there. And now that this stuff is dead, that stuff's probably gone. Maybe I should go back there. Mm. You know, and you go back there, and you're like, oh, there was a giant door there.
2: Nick, <laughs> and so I'm going to put you on the spot here. Is this the best game you've ever played? No. Okay.
3: No, there are there are things about this game that are. Very frustrating. Um, so th- the last boss in this game is not the hardest Dark Souls boss I've ever played, but it's one of the ones that I have had to attempt the most, and not because it's difficult, but because it cheats. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It breaks the rules of the game to whatever. So,
3: um, I, I I don't like quoting other reviewers, and I don't like quoting other like like uh, like content creators. But there's a the number one Elden ring review is by Donkey right now uh, on YouTube it's like 28 million views in three days I mean not 28 2.8 million reviews in three days and uh, he, get, he he gives the game a glowing review for 80% of the 80% of the video and he's like I've, I've beaten the game four times so far and all of his characters are between a level one and this is this is an example all of his characters are between a level 110 and 150 right and granted your character should be around level 100 to beat the game but the thing is almost all of his characters are running the same build or the mm. same stuff at the end of the game yeah, yeah yeah because there's almost nothing that compares to those builds at the end of the game
2: so and so, so maybe the balancing balancing yeah. issues
3: exactly so for example there's spoiler alert and not major spoiler alert in the end of the game there's five boss boss fights in a row like there's no there's no minor enemies you fight a boss there's a rest area you fight a boss there's a rest area there's five in a row those last five boss fights every single one of those boss fights if you don't have enough health like and you die instantaneously, like mm. to every single one of their attacks, and so, and that's not to say that you shouldn't have that much health, but it gets to the point where like that amount of health detracts from people's builds and detracts from mm. the way people should play the game. Like, like the minimum is forty vigor. Forty vigor is thirty something levels. Mm. That's one third of the amount of levels that you level up or over one-third of the amount of levels that you level up in the game just to get the amount of health that you need to be able to fight the last bosses.
2: Could you fight those? I, I know it sounds crazy, but could you fight those bosses without getting hit?
3: No. I mean, unless you're, like, a super godlike streamer, right. and, like, are those people that speedruns, or you're doing bugs and glitches? No. Mm. Yeah. Um, seems like a I design... want to point out what we just saw on stream right now. We just saw like a, a guy for our audio listeners. We just saw like a giant lizard extend his body, and that guy, Kamehameha, that guy. Um, I've never seen that thing, and I put sixty hours in this game. I've never seen that thing. I've never seen a bunch a bunch of enemies that a bunch of my 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 friends have played. There are these things that like are, that are chariots that instantly kill people no matter what, and they're puzzles. I've I've seen them. I didn't know you can fucking kill them, dude. And like people have YouTube videos, like how do you kill these things? They're hitting them. They're trying to blow them up. Nothing happens. Turns out you have to like do some weird mechanics, like where you're literally like moving fucking uh, like pillars and things. And these chandeliers just show up, and you shoot the chandeliers on top of them. And it is you you. It is the most convoluted bullshit in the world, but it's a straight Dark Souls game. Mm-hmm. So.
2: The internet versus the Dark Soul game.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 the devs are like, we're gonna keep adding shit. And we're gonna keep adding shit and not telling you guys. So yeah.
2: it makes me this game makes me want to wish I was a Dark Soul uh, Dark Souls uh fan. You know what I mean? There's
3: a there's a lot of people that are not Dark Souls fans or that have never played Dark Souls that have played this game, they're like,
2: It's pretty fucking good. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Uh I'm just waiting for a deep sale, that's all. So maybe oh, yeah. next year or something like that, because that might, might get, not so much because like I don't think it's good. It's just like I don't have the play time anyway. So,
1: well, you could probably yeah. catch the last one too. What was that one? The Japanese one. Which, Which one? It's oh, like, Sekiro. Sekiro, yeah. yeah. So, so that's that that's the thing, cheap.
3: man. A lot of people say that this game blows Sekiro out of the fucking water.
1: Yeah, but you know, by the time you can afford or you want to buy this game on. Uh, on the cheap next year, like, yeah, there's gonna one. be some other game blowing yeah. this one out of the water.
3: Yeah, it's gonna be Elden Ring too soon.
2: Cool. Um, uh, so anything else, Nick?
3: Everybody. Um, as far as my like opinion or anything like statements, I'm probably gonna keep playing this game, man. Like, as far as like the thing to do, like, Leslie's playing Kirby, I ain't gonna play it. Leslie's playing it. Oh, I, um, I, <laughs> I'm waiting I, on, for Total War, I'm waiting on. I'm waiting for Immortal Empires to come out, and my full review for that game is not coming out until Immortal Empires comes out. I just right now heard... this shit's sitting at a solid 71. It's sitting at a C minus.
2: Now this was just a headline that I saw, but it said move over Elden Ring. There's a new contender for game of the year. And it was the Kirby game. How uh Dude. how I'm hearing that it's good.
3: I uh I fell asleep um because I stayed up until two thirty in the morning trying to beat the last boss in Elden Ring. Uh-huh. And I fell asleep when she started playing Kirby, so I don't know. We uh, might right. have a guest speaker on the podcast. Oh shit!
2: Yeah, this. she's welcome anytime. Yeah, so, uh, man, hot mic. So, I had my entire weekend uh, of gaming uh, was about two hours, um, and just so happened I was up late, and John was up. No, John was up late, and I got on kind of, kind of late for me, but. Magic happened, and we're like, oh, my God, we get to play video games together. And it it had been weeks, you know. And I was like, okay, something we both had installed that we were going to try. Aliens Fire Team," that came to mind. Because we both had it installed for fucking months. We've been wanting to play it since it came out on uh, Game Pass. And um, we spent 10 minutes troubleshooting how to get into a multiplayer with each other, which you never want to do and a bit of bad taste in your math right away uh but you know no fault of the game that's just fucking game pass and that's the fucking xbox app and all that stuff um i had to continue playing hearing him through my monitor while i was also hearing him through my headphones even though we troubleshooted that a lot
1: yeah you have to go through windows to disable that Oh, in Windows? Mm-hmm. Not Xbox app? You got to go to the Windows sound settings and disable Jesus. Aliens Fire Team oh from, be- from using the microphone. Well,
3: the yeah. way that... Why? <laughs> Trillion dollar company Windows.
2: Why? Uh, Why can't you be good? It was awful. It was Why? awful.
1: Anyway. There's some weird things about <laughs> this game. Um, pleasantly surprised
2: about a lot of this, in this game. I didn't play it much, but the graphics are great.
1: Like really good polished the graphics are good the character animations are a little they detract a little bit from it but yeah game looks fine
2: um started playing it um you know it's got everything that you want out of a game like this i guess um it has uh cool graphics it got cool abilities it has a bunch of enemies um different enemy types and when they come out it's 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 something you have to deal with like uh, when you know when a spitter comes out it's like a thing you definitely have to address that you have to call it out where it is you know deal with all that um it's a three person uh multiplayer uh which is an odd number but that's what her what it was we played with an ai for our, our run through we uh finished the first campaign the first four levels or whatever Um, I did like that you weren't shooting things that move like humanoids, you know, like you get so used to shooting headshotting things that are just like head height, like everything's head height um, in, in regular games, but these things crawl very low to the ground, very uh, low to the walls or on the ceiling. So you're shooting in areas that you don't naturally shoot at. Um, which is nice. It's it it changes the way uh, it, it changes the way that you regularly shoot at things. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, but after completing the first you know four stages or whatever, and you know unlocking things and doing all this stuff, I was like, yeah, it has a lot of cool stuff. But unfortunately, I think Bobby had addressed this that the core gameplay, um, even though everything's there and everything works. It's just not like super fun. It's just not like I'm dying to go back and kill more aliens. I was thinking about this, like how could they improve this with what they have already? And I'm just spitballing. I don't know if this would fix it or anything, but I kind of felt like each alien was so disposable. Um, except for the real ones, uh, the, the special um, aliens, The the regular fodder were just so easy to kill. Um, that they weren't special. It wasn't hard to kill them. I just thought maybe, maybe less enemies and way harder to kill would have been more oh, interesting way to go. But I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Like, what's wrong with this game? I can't really put my finger on it. Um, I JP Diddy and myself did agree that the their rifle, the Marine rifle, is probably the coolest sounding rifle in all of sci-fi. Like, that thing sounds awesome, and they got the sound fucking perfect. Um, Like I'm saying, like, I I don't know what's wrong with this game other than it's not, there's no minute-for-minute fun, you know? There were close calls, and we barely got out of there, and that was gratifying, but as far as, like, uh, the rest of it, yeah, uh, kind of missed the mark slightly. It's not like, there's nothing bad about it, it's just, it's just not super fun, Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, and especially if you play through. Yeah, let's listen to the uh, rifle yeah. here. All all right. Right. He's got to play it. Uh,
2: yeah. Can you guys yeah. hear that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool.
1: Yep. But yeah, imagine playing throughout the entire campaign and completing all that, and then you have to level up your characters. So you have to replay the same content. Now you do. You have to increase the difficulty if you want it to be challenging and engaging. But really it doesn't change the gameplay that much. You're just shooting the same enemies, playing the same levels. The enemies come out at pretty much the same time. Cause there's usually triggered events mm-hmm. where the aliens come out. So it gets extremely repetitive.
2: You know what it might be too, Bobby, it makes it even worse, even more repetitive. The, the amount of repeated use of assets, like the hallways are the same hallways. The crates are the same crates. They're just laid out a little different, you know, mm-hmm. Throughout- throughout all these areas like everything yeah sure that's how the movies are too like it's a spaceship everything looks the same but for something that you're gonna go through over and over and over you don't want that and i don't know how you would change that maybe put it on a uh, alien planet or something like that like i saw the egg area or whatever the nest that looked cool Mm -hmm. uh different you know but yeah uh, the the assets are reused quite a bit yeah um for free, I can recommend it. Definitely check it out, especially if there's three friends. Like, what should we play? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been spending my time, what little game time I've had. Um, definitely Magic the Gathering and um, Risk of Rain 2. Uh, I've been just trying to beat it solo on uh, Monsoon mode. And it's just fun trying. Uh, I'd probably try three, four times a week and just with different characters. Just having a great time with that.
1: Nice. Yep. All right. Well, we want to give a quick shout out to a new patron, Neil Sprung. Thank you very much. And we also had a sub, Epic Try Hard Face, 29 months. It's a lot of months.
3: Awesome. Thank you, man.
1: Thank you. Thank you. All right. And if you want to become a patron, you can do that. Just go to our website, dlgaming.net. Patreon button is right there front and center. And we still have the not safe for work episode up. So if you become a patron, you will get access to that episode as well as a bunch of other cool stuff. So check that out. DLgaming.net. It's all there. Listener questions. All right. God, I didn't even prep and read these yet. So I'm unprepared. First one comes from Zap. Have you ever brought a game have you ever bought a game from the Xbox launcher or any other launcher besides steam? It seems like most of their launchers are only on my computer because they gave me free
3: games. (laughs) Uh, yes, I bought, uh, a game from the EA launcher a long time ago, back when you had to buy games, uh, from the Ubisoft launcher. Um, essentially one from a couple from each one, actually.
1: Well, Ubisoft, I think they still sell games on there and they're always a lot cheaper than on steam. So, yeah, I mean, if you don't care, which I'm at that point now where I don't care. I, I really am not a stickler about having everything in my Steam library. So I buy games off of itch.io, uh, GOG. Like, I buy a ton of games off of GOG because there's no DRM there. And I just I, – I know the developers get a better cut. And a lot of times I can find better prices there as well. But uh, I've never bought a game off of Epic. And I have a huge library because <laughs> I grab – Every single free game that they put out there, nice. like I, I scrolled through to through it the other day, and I, I was just in awe of how many games I had in there.
2: It's got to be over twenty.
1: Over 20. Yeah, it's way more than that. It's probably like 40 at this point. But uh, yeah, never bought a game on there. The EA launcher and Ubisoft, I don't think I I have. I think I might have activated free stuff on there. Um, the EA one, I think I actually did buy games because when the City remake came out, that's where it was available. EA was doing this thing for a while where games are only available on their on their launcher. So yeah, I think I did buy a few ones
2: uh yeah but the
1: xbox one i bought gears of war 4 on there way before xbox game pass was ever a thing i had a gift card and i was like okay sure but um did you ever play it yeah we played it oh yeah we played we played the campaign together well we didn't finish it and the uh oh god some multiplayer mode it was like a like a wave survival kind of thing. It was so much fun. It was honestly one of the best wave survival. Yeah. That was
2: done really well.
1: I've, I've ever played. I really enjoyed that. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really care where, where I get my games from. You used to. I used to, I used to be like, it's gotta be on steam. And I was super upset if like, it wasn't on steam and I didn't want to do the thing where you add like a non steam game to the library, you know, but now, uh, now I just absolutely do not care.
2: I'm trying to think. I'm sure it's happened. I mean, when Origin came out, I subscribed for that, but that's not buying a game on Origin. I'm not but sure. Didn't your
1: origin account get hacked or something? Or was it your Blizzard account? Is my Blizzard account?
2: My WoW account got hacked. I know that. Hmm. Um, but no, I can't I can't think of what I bought. Purchased a game. Hmm. Maybe just off just off of like a, one of those uh, gray area black gray market ones mm, but I, they just give you a steam key that I activate on steam yeah so
1: well, they that doesn't really they'll count. sell keys for different they can be activated on different platforms too yeah uh,
2: nothing comes to mind i'm sure it's happened i can't think of something
1: yeah but i mean i really encourage people to check out gog um, good old games is what it stands for but gog.com so it's the company that made the witcher um cd project red it's their their reselling site I did not even know that yeah they um they they've got almost any game you can find on steam on there uh but they're very strict on like no drm and uh they have a launcher where you can load you can import games from PlayStation network from Epic. I don't know about Blizzard, but Steam, it like loads your library in there. And it's just, it doesn't have all like the bells and whistles and the features that like Steam does, but it's a real clean interface, which I've always liked, but yeah. And it's more of a curated collection. Steam had a real problem when they did the whole Steam green light, which isn't around anymore, uh, where the idea was nice. Like let's give these not even indie developers, but like, you know, one guy in his basement or whoever's developing a game, you can put it on Steam Greenlight. Mm -hmm. People can go to Steam Greenlight and check it out. And if they like it, they upvote it. And uh, if it gets enough upvotes, enough support, then it can actually go onto Steam. Like great in concept, but totally backfired because what would happen is people would say, you know, get a bunch of free copies of my game if you upvote it, basically. And they would work the system. And then there are a lot of people who just want to collect the cards, so they make asset flips and just put these really shitty games out there. And before you knew it, Steam just got flooded with um, with just a bunch of garbage, which populates most of my library. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, GOG is way more curated, and they make sure everything runs too. So for the longest time, this was the best version of. Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight that you could get was on GOG. They make sure it's going to run on modern systems. Even like the old, old games. I bought in, uh, I bought like uh, Crystal Caves and Secret Agent, like these games I used to play on Windows 3.1, like super old games. And they make sure that everything runs, like they use DOSBox or whatever, uh, but it's like a, a one-click thing. It just works. But you, you look at the Steam games like TIE Fighter or like what Jedi Knight. They they fixed Jedi Knight, but they wouldn't even launch. You mm. buy a game on Steam and you try to play it on Windows like 7 or 10 and it just wouldn't even launch or it didn't have the original soundtrack or there was like really bad graphical problems and you had to basically hack the game to get it to work. Uh, it's ridiculous. And Steam is just, they don't care, you know? So
2: I bought Borderlands 3 on Epic. I remember. Oh, yeah, you had to. And I just, re- yeah, mm-hmm. because they had the timed exclusive. And I also, I just remember that J.P. Diddy bought um, uh, Tiny Tina's Adventure, whatever that new game is, mm-hmm. which, by the way, came out. Who, who Nobody knew because it's on Epic. And he bought it at full price at $60. And he was like, let's play this. And I was like, whoa, let's check the Metacritic there, buddy. Uh, he just bought it at sight unseen because he's a snake dealing motherfucker. Um and it it's looking pretty good. I think it's a like maybe I'll just put it on the radar next week. But um yeah, we have time to download it. God, but that's yeah, so weird. Game, I didn't even know that game had come out. I mean, I, I know knew we talked it about it out. 2 3 times on the yeah. podcast and then it came out and nobody even knew. Not a lot so. of fanfare. Great job. Epic. <laughs> um the review I, I believe it's
1: Eighty or ninety percent. Like it's it's doing pretty well. Eighty-five yeah. percent. Dude, this game looks awesome. What is this you're looking at, Christian? Siege survival, Gloria dude, Victus.
0: Dude. Uh GOG is running like 90% off sales this week.
1: Yeah, they do that too. They'll have this like ninety percent off. Like I bought like the original Mortal Kombat trilogy, like one, two, and three for like a buck fifty. God damn. Yeah. It's it's great for classic games, man. Like Lord of the Realm, Lord of the Realms. Two is a game that I highly recommend. It's an old one, but it's a, uh, like one of my favorite strategy games. One and three, terrible. Two, amazing.
2: Um, uh, what is the Metacritic, uh, Metacritic on the new Tiny Tinas, if you don't mind? I looked it up last night, but I can't remember.
1: Tiny Tinas Wonderland. Wonderland. 80%. 80%. 4.9 user score. Mm. That, that a, could be anything, though. That could be because it's on Epic. No, no, no. I think the user score is not on a 10 point scale. Is it?
0: Yeah, it is. Oh, it, it
2: is? Oh, shit. It. Interesting. Yeah, that's probably Whoa. it.
0: Maybe there's a woman protagonist in gamers. <laughs> <or something. laughs>
2: the tits aren't big enough, so.
0: <laughs> Little
3: bugs, caps, networking, server ship hums, optimization, not great. Game is fun, better. Mm. <laughs>
1: Technical
2: stuff? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is it going to be I like Borderlands
1: been... Three, where it's going to be exclusive to Epic for what six months, eight months, and then it comes out?
2: Maybe. I just haven't two? even looked into mm-hmm. it, man. I literally found out twenty-three hours ago that it was out.
1: Okay. Or but, maybe Borderlands is just a dead franchise. I but don't now know.
2: I have mm-hmm. to spend sixty dollars so that John doesn't feel like he wasted sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. He's like, mm-hmm. I just assumed. He's like, you're Borderlands nut. And then we wait for, what are we going to play together? And then uh, this came out. So, yeah, I bought it and installed it and got it ready. I was like, shit, okay. Not that I'm not excited, but fucking 60 bucks. Goddamn. I might spend that on a game twice a year, maybe. All right.
1: Zap. Zap. All right, next question. Uh, another one from Zap. He says, Microsoft is giving away furry controllers for the release of Sonic 2, the movie. Besides fur, what do you think would be the worst material to make a controller, keyboard, or mouse out of?
0: Um, human skin.
2: Sorry. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's the worst.
1: <laughs> okay, have you guys seen... They kind of did make a controller out of human skin or human oh my parts. Oh, God, dude. Um, no, it's a David Cronenberg movie. Some One of our listeners recommended it to me uh, when I was like talking a lot about video game movies. God, look it up. David Cronenberg, late 90s movie, um, video game. It was all about like VR and stuff, had a twist ending. I remember you bringing it up somewhere. Yeah. Existence, that's uh, existence. I don't know how you pronounce that. It's got a Z in it, existence and a capital X. Yeah, it's got like, like Jude Law in it. It was a weird movie, but yeah, they have these controllers that are just like human organs and stuff and they like... Uh, you know, it's Cronenberg. It's got to have all that body horror in it. But yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking of when you said a human a controller made of human skin. It's like the Necronomicon, man. Ugh, don't open that. Yeah, those furry controllers look pretty wild, though. I don't know about that. They kind of look comfortable. I don't know how that would work if your hands get all sweaty.
0: Good to, like, you know, eat, eating your Doritos and then getting your controller. Just, yeah. you know, it's right there. The wipe off. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Mm. You can put these in the wash, too. They're drier and. Uh... <laughs> Dude, stop. <laughs> it's true. It's so gross. You can put these on uh, tumble dry, low heat. They're yeah. good to go.
1: Yeah, sure. Your batteries will melt, too, while you're at it. <laughs> like cats would attack that. Like looks like a cat toy.
0: Oh yeah, this is full of, this. There's, there's a lot of problems with this. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. well, I'll tell you con- what though, I don't like, <clears throat> I don't like controllers that are too smooth and I'm having this problem with this new camera I got, which is absolutely amazing. But the part where you grip it on the right with your hand um, and like where you put in the cards and stuff on the old version, I I, I had a Panasonic GH4 for the longest time, recently upgraded to the Panasonic GH6. And uh, the GH4 has this like textured um, coating to it that you get a really good grip on. But for some reason they have it like slick plastic on the right side on the GH6, and it's driving me crazy. I feel kind of weird yeah. when I'm holding it. Like, just spent so much money on this camera, I don't want to drop it. Of course, you the know, plate. if I were a real uh, if I were a real video guy, I'd probably get a cage and a grip for it. But. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah the playstation 5 remote has a bunch of x's squares triangles and circles to give you grip
1: mm-hmm.
3: and it's like yeah it's, it's like not a, smooth like a it.
1: tactile feel like something that's not not going to be slippery
2: i don't want to make this a jp diddy show but i guess i am he buys scuff controllers which i guess are like modified regular controllers so they take they're an aftermarket company um mm-hmm. And so they put grips all over the co- the c- controllers. and um, yeah, I've heard of these. Yeah, they're pricey. Um, you, but you could customize them. And the thing is, like, they're not building their – I don't believe they build their own controller and then, like, software and all that stuff. And then they take the regular ones and just make them better. Uh, so know. is
1: that like a rubberized material though?
2: Yeah, I think okay.
1: so. See, th- and that's what I have on my audio recorder. I got a, I'm talking all about my, <laughs> my gear here. I'm sorry, but my zoom, uh, zoom H four, which is kind of old now. But where is gotta... all
2: your stuff? Bobby? at work or no,
1: it's at home. Yeah. Cause I've been over there a million times. It's just all in the closet or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I keep it. I got like a media cabinet. You've seen it before. I, guess where so. I got all my chargers and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's all up there
2: above your kit because you don't have kitchenware.
1: Yeah. Cause I don't have like pots and pans and stuff so i can keep it up there but um Jesus Christ. The, the zoom h4 i've had that thing for years and it's been outstanding but it's got this like rubbery grip that like it's not sliding anywhere mm. but the problem is after so many years that starts to like deteriorate They're Not intended for tur- so
2: many years bobby
1: well we're talking like four years okay yeah and this type of equipment yeah should last that long and it still is but it's just this rubbery grip that they put all over the thing it mm. turns into like this sticky flaky thing that's what off. happens
2: to computer chairs or like office chairs like after a while that stuff Well, that's
1: like pleather and that's uh, well, still it doesn't get sticky it also it just like falls it goes off goes
2: away yeah. yeah
1: that's why you got to get a real chair but uh but yeah i basically had to sand down my um my audio recording device
2: um I don't really have a dog in this fight but when you asked this question I think Days replied leather and I just thought that would be a great I I would try it that sounds good I, a leather controller feels sounds nice I like the feel of leather it's been used for th- hundreds of thousands of years for reason <laughs> still to this day fucking shoes are made out of leather like it's it's good it's a good material I don't think it'll get too sweaty, especially if it's that like a uh, patent stuff. Hmm. But anyway,
1: yeah, I, w- I would. There's got to be leather controllers out there.
2: <clears throat> yeah, or, or a cover or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I would definitely try out a leather. A patent is not the word that I wanted. Patent is like that almost plastic leather. I'm talking about like just like a hard. I don't know. There's a leather. It must be out there. Hmm. Anyway, ooh. Christian, are you, are you sold? Christian, are you going to be buying a scuff controller?
0: I'm trying to make the ugliest controller possible.
2: Oh. <laughs> are you impressed by their and website and their stuff at all?
0: I am, yeah. You can customize a lot of stuff. I was hoping you could add, like, uh, you know, own little decals or play stuff
2: elsewhere.
3: Decals is that a colors. Canadian
2: word?
0: That sounds like a Canadian word. Oh,
3: decals? De- De-
2: De-
0: De- decals, Decals? Decals? De- Get the fuck out of this world. Deckle.
3: Watch any Fast and the Furious movie. It's decals it's fucking Not gonna make believe scum start. bitch. It's decal. Not gonna start. back to <laughs> Quebec and say
1: fucking we, you bitch. Uh, Deckle. I don't know. I kind of like deckles. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny. It makes me, want to, uh, makes me want to chuckle. rhymes with shekels. It does. All right. Next question from Warconia Shin. I've been getting into VR in a big way for the first time and noticed there are a ton of mods and new modes for Alex. Has anyone tried any of the bigger ones like Bioshock Rapture or oh, shit. Uh, aside for Alex, which are the other must play VR games? I hear good things about raw data and Saints and Sinners. Well, we oh, should wait until we next week. Yeah, we should save that question. So. I was going to say
2: the Wanderer, dude she's making it out to be fucking
1: uh
2: mm-hmm. game of the year uh, game of the year
1: and saints and sinners i've heard really good things about that game
2: too. but steam vr i mean super hot vr is like that was the first one
1: that people were like that was the best one i've played but i haven't played very many yeah we'll bring that question back when uh when days is around um but the bioshock rapture mod sounds pretty interesting I would love to see the world of Rapture. I never really even thought about it, dude.
2: Dude, That like—that's
3: how they should revive Bioshock. Because I know they're working on a Bioshock project now. Yeah, think about how much that would revive the series. Not much. Just having each power, like having a drill and a and a and a fucking power in the other hand, like how much that or like whatever, like like just being in fucking Rapture and VR and beating Mm -hmm. the shit out of stuff and. Like ah oh man, that'd be so good.
2: It is a very visceral game, you know. Like yeah, you freeze them with one thing and then you crack them while they're frozen with yeah, the with the other thing. Casting. Yeah, yeah, it would be it would be cool. But I want to shoot bees out of my eyeballs.
0: I'm going back to this deckle shit. Okay, so I have a quote here from Dog's Body. This is arcforms.com. dot uh, He says he says it deckle, and he's from Northern Alberta, Canada. So that's the way you say it
1: the fuck that's what
2: they say you're going by a forum post
0: that guy yeah. looks like that guy looks like he was part of the freedom
3: Convoy. Like, get out of here <laughs> get the fuck out of here okay
2: how right. about this how about this go to the company that makes decals find a video of them selling their stuff and
1: say how, see how they say it that's why don't job. you have know the fucking so,
3: robot of the internet that tells you how to pronounce I'm kind of curious
1: shit. what do you call a decathlon a decathlon
0: a decalib. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's not from decal though also, I've never said that word out loud, and I'm, I also don't want to start on right now. Just yeah, I,
2: a... I was about to say that. Like, you've only re- ever read the word decal in your life, and that's what. You...
0: No, I said decal all the time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. oh that's like one. That's like my second favorite <laughs> word. <It's> like... <laughs> I make decals. I make them all the time. It's my second business. Bobby,
2: this episode isn't called. Deckles. Deckles. I don't know how you're gonna spell it so it comes out that go. Anyway.
1: Alright. Old man Dave says So Emilio and Nick, you are you two are pitching a game to Bobby. He will decide whether to fund you and whether or not you will get triple A money or indie level funding. You're going to pitch a forty K roguelike go. Well
2: Well, you already know. did it for us. <laughs> uh, how would that work?
3: Uh, essentially don't every don't. time you don't Don't you you typed in decals? You spelled it wrong, you
1: fucking,
0: (laughs) you ninny. No, no, look, American pronunciation. That's where you fucks are from, right? America,
1: it's not spelled DECKLE.
0: What, how's it spelled? DECALE. What, okay, okay. Uh, Oh, sorry, no E. Yeah, okay, sorry, continue. My bad, I'll find out. Anyways, um,
2: uh, what race are what we going to go with? Or
0: uh, so here's
3: or, the thing: or, or, you or. with all the. Races.
2: Yeah, you unlock the, way, the, the races. Way it works is every
3: time you die, you play the race that killed you? Oh shit! And it's like it's like Nidhog. You know how you go one way and then you go the other? Yeah. And whatever you face, you have to become that race. And uh, it's 2D. It's a 2D. You can't go full. You, nah, you can't. It's going to take way too long to come out. Yeah. Bobby yeah, yeah. doesn't want a long-term investment.
2: Right. Uh-huh. Right. Right. So yeah, we're no, going no, it doesn't. Yeah, obviously it's two D. But are we going with top down or we're we going side scroller? Definitely top down. Side scroller.
3: Right? Top down no, no, top down. Top down top down.
2: Yeah, like a let's just come on. It's gonna be a binary yeah. Isaac club, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no hundred percent. Yeah, Okay.
1: And then okay. I feel like I don't you, think you need a lot of money to make that kind of game. Yeah, and then you unlock
2: see I was thinking instead of unlocking characters, you're unlocking races.
3: Mm-hmm. You're unlocking races and units.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, there's different mm-hmm. units too. Oh, this is getting And, v- good. and vehicles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why yeah. why is it always got to Why don't we just make
3: that? Why don't we become billionaires right now?
2: Yeah. Damn. Fuck it. Uh Damn. so there's the bitch. I mean,
1: there's the bitch. All right. I'll Games Workshop I'll give me. you 40k to make your 40k game. How about that?
2: Oof. Considering we don't know how to code. Uh We know Chad though. He doesn't know how to code either. Fuck. Yeah. I mean how much does a co- like a, a game designer make? I don't know.
1: Uh, maybe you can find one on Fiverr. <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh okay, SOCOM says, just wanted to say hi and remind you that Amanda had a birthday saying happy birthday on stream might be a nice thing. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Amanda. Amanda.
0: Happy birthday. I, I I put that in Pope our little
1: it's a it's a significant birthday. I mean we shouldn't mention her age, but um it's uh 42. It's, got, it's one of the it's ones 30 years old. It's one of, of the ones that did. ends with o. <laughs> yeah. 0. zero.
3: 30 years old everybody. Which
1: uh yeah god we we're, we're getting old man. Like yeah. i I just realized like wow. It's yeah. been a while ago since I was that age. <laughs> but that is awesome. Yeah, she was okay. in um she's in Detroit this week. That's why she's not here with us. She is back mm-hmm. home celebrating, but she will be back next week. And, uh, yeah, so be sure to send her some birthday wishes on the Discord. Never too late.
3: Yeah. If you want to get her anything, get her all VR games. Make sure they're hentai or anything
2: obscure. She <laughs> loves them. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, we'll take care of her. We should go to her wish list and grab her something. Sniper. Okay. Um,
0: Decal Fuck
2: Yeah Decal
0: cool. <laughs> And that's how we end the
3: episode
0: I've seen <laughs> I've I, so many people say decal all around town. I'm, I'm going, hey, dec- you got decals? They're like, yeah, we got decals. We got decals well, here, are decals we referring there. to
1: the same thing. Like a decal is like something, like an image that you slap on like a car or something. Yeah, what's a
0: decal? Is yeah, it like a is it That's, like a the, that's what it is. I don't even, oh, okay. you guys are saying decal. It's really fucking me up. Like, I thought, really I fucking thought me. maybe
1: a decal was like, I don't know, half a loony or something. Like <laughs> like...
0: <laughs>
2: hey, you got three decals. To make a loony, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's a non-number uh, dude. It's, it's, a three, it's world.
2: three deckles, dude. Three deckles make a loony. That's the best thing. <laughs>
3: uh, I can't wait to visit one day. Mm. Uh,
2: that is good. I have
3: My loonies and my toonies. What are
2: you gonna be? uh Get me Ed Hortons. When are you gonna get your freedom back, Nick? What do you mean? Like when? Oh, when am I getting you, out? Yeah. Uh,
3: Hunt. Oh, let me check the calendar.
2: A hundred and day, something days. While we wait on that, um, oh, he's back. One hundred and twenty days exactly. Shit. Nice. Good stuff, man. Are you going to get oh, a retirement yeah. out of that too?
3: Oh yeah, for my injuries and uh, essentially all the shit they fucked me up with, with like mentally
2: and stuff. Okay. Cool. So. Nice to know. Um, Bobby, did you? Yes. I know we're not going to cover it, but th- who played Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: I haven't started yet. I downloaded it. All right, we gotta get this
2: whole fucking game of the week thing, guys. Everybody's like putting it on the back. We lane.
1: got we got one week for procrastination. Yeah, and one week it's to actually exact, play the game, and and that one week comes down to the last day usually. <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: anyway, uh, what do you are you gonna play next week? And I better not hear anything but Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, and how to trick more Canadians
2: into saying decal. Yeah, there you go.
1: um, I'm going to play, I should, it would be hilarious if I showed up next week and be like, Oh, I thought you meant guardians of the galaxy, the telltale game, mm. but uh, no, I'm not going to play a telltale game. Now I'm, I've been really into like finishing off games that I just never got around to beating. So I'm probably, I'm like Ninety five percent of the way there on uh, Trine three, I think. Oh yeah, maybe four. No, I think it's three. Uh, so is four I th- out. I get confused now. I think four is out. I think four has been out for a while, yeah. if I remember correctly. But yeah, so uh, I'll probably finish that up, and then um, I don't know, man. Maybe another point and click adventure. Uh, I'm going to have a little bit of time. Norco, free then- demo maybe i've already got god i've got a i've got a backlog man i can't just be jumping on onto these new ones here but uh yeah i've got i've got some things in mind and i'm actually going to have a little bit of time this week uh taking a few days off for Good, spring man. break you so, deserve it yeah
2: yeah those those white hairs are coming in a little too quick you to take <laughs> a little bit
1: too how's uh how's the new gig it's great man it's just a lot of work better in every way Um, yeah, I mean, I'm actually busier than I was at my last position, but, uh, it's not as stressful for some reason. I don't know. It's just, I, the type of stuff I'm doing, I think is a little more rewarding because it's like big, big picture stuff. Kind of. But, um, it is, it it is kind of weird to be working a job where the work is just like a faucet. Like you turn it on, it just keeps coming and it doesn't. Mm. So I've just got to be better about like turning off the faucet, you know? And uh, not working through my lunches and not like answering too many emails on the weekends and just, you know, working late. Like it's it, plus, cause like I'm doing the work from home thing like some of the days a week. So it's really easy to blur the lines there. But
2: uh, one of my best friends actually is my coworker. And I always tell him that like his, like, I ain't doing that button that I don't have. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know when to stop the work. I will just keep going. I won't take breaks. I'll just keep going and going and going. And he has a very good, like, fuck you button that he just pushes. Like, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that. But I'll be there fucking doing whatever the stupid shit is.
1: Yeah. To,
2: they're, knowing when to say no and how to say no is fucking yeah.
1: it, just well, as, It's just not, as, not like, uh, like I'd be saying no to, like, certain projects or I think that's dumb. Why would I do that? But it's just like... the the work never ends. So it's like, at some point you just got to be like, just, I'm cutting it off. And and, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to watch a movie or play video games or something. And I'm not going to, I'm going to like ignore work. Sniper, are you playing video games these days?
0: Yeah. I, uh, Oh man, I got really high and I started a crusader Kings three game that I now have to finish. So that's a hundred hours of my life gone.
2: I'm, I'm curious. Uh, sniper like can you tell like how many how many of these have you done
0: uh three three whole campaigns for Crusader kings
2: can you tell me like can you tell me the story of one like what happened in one (laughs) of them
0: i I could definitely tell you the story of all three but not right now
2: (laughs) why (laughs) did that a condensed version um where were some interesting things that happened how would you start
0: you oh uh, it's too big, I'm starting and I'm starting it's so big, dude, but basically i've I'm like an expert at the game now, so it's less about the story and more about the mechanics, okay, but things keep happening that I've never seen before, like I assumed the throne when I was two years old, so I got all these like child events, and I got a best friend that was a dog, and then the dog died, and that made me super stressed out, and I had a crush on this kid, and I punched this kid. Uh, because he liked her. And um, then I assumed the throne, and that guy was my enemy, and I tried to poison him, and he found out. And then he came with his army, and he tried to take my castle, and he's married to my crush, who I still like. I don't like my wife. She's ugly. But I had to do it for an alliance. Uh, Damn, yes.
2: That's the new playthrough?
0: Yeah, that's that's the new playthrough. Shit. But there's stuff like that every generation. There's like 10 generations, so it's it's fun.
2: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Have you tried Bannerlord? No, but I'd love it. It's a problem. I try to keep the games that I love, like, you know, because I, I, I don't have a no button, but it's for video games. <laughs> it, <seems laughs> like,
2: it seems like...
3: You deckle.
2: It seems like... Oh, my God. deckle! right now just became a de- derogatory term for a Canadian. <laughs> Those yeah. fucking deckles and their goddamn deckle. currency. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing now. All right. Uh speaking for Nick, Chris, Bobby, and myself, Deckle Titties, well,
1: it couldn't be anything else. You know what I would love to do this Deckle. week? I would Deckle. love to play some Pulsar Lost Colony. Mm. Not role playing. Damn, Bobby. dude.
0: Yeah.
3: That's a, you know what I was thinking about playing is FTL and always wondering if they were going to come out with a second one.
2: Did you ever play it? The- Nick, did you play the Lost Colony? You-
0: no. What's that? Let's play it this good. weekend. Let's do it. Oh, you would, you would love it, dude.